gesprek van Yuji op september, 8 september 1932. Does it? No, I think yes. No, but still there is. A, it is a sort some of, hope. Yes, mm-hmm. there is hope, and there is also resolution about looking, searching, going this place, going that place, in this person, in that person, and um, so there is two things. Yes, assuming for a moment that uh, no outside agency can help you, do you think that you can help yourself? No, also that. Hmm? And helping is always in the direction of uh, something, you see, some, some, some achievement, you know, some attainment. So my question is, is there anything to be, to be attained? So that is more important than whether somebody can help you or not, mm-hmm. or whether you yourself can find out the way hmm, to attain whatever you are after. You are still searching, obviously, you know. Hmm? So what, what is the goal? That is very important. What are you searching for? That is my question. You see, you cannot search for something you don't know. You say you don't know, but you jolly well know what you want. You see, what you are searching for. Mm-hmm. What are you searching for? You can't ask for something which you do not know. Yeah, so you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you see. So... What, what, what are you searching for? You know, I'm not asking counter questions. You know, I'm not here uh, to offer you any new methods, new techniques, or suggest any gimmicks to attain your goal. Hmm? If other gimmicks, other techniques, other systems failed to help you to reach your goal, and if you are looking for new techniques, shopping around, if I may use that phrase, I cannot be of any any help to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you feel that you can somehow get help from somebody else, good luck to you. you see. So that is very clear to me because I I am certain. And this certainty is something which cannot be transmitted to somebody else. So the certainty that I have is that it is the goal that is responsible for your search. As long as the goal is there, so long the search will be there. 
And if you say that I really don't know what I want or what I am searching for, that's not a true. You see, so what are you searching for? That is the most important question that one should ask for oneself. Hmm? You should ask yourself, you see, but you know, what do you want? That's my question. Hmm? So even that want has arisen from what you have been told, what you have read, and what you have yourself experienced. You see, the want, the physical wants, yes, everybody can understand. Yes. So, but this particular want is something which is born out of your own thinking, based upon the knowledge which you have gathered from various sources, you know. So that must be very clear. So what is it that you are searching for? To me, you know, the dialogue has no meaning at all. You see, then why the hell do I sit and talk? You may very well ask me the question. So many people throw that question at me, you see. I assure you that it is not of... Uh, uh, not at all in the nature of self-fulfillment in my case, you know. You may think that, you see, I am doing it because uh, it gives me some fulfillment, you see. I've, uh, not at all, you see. So, you were coming here creates a sort of motive, you see. Even what I am doing is not a motiveless thing, you know. It's not because I feel that I must help you, that you are suffering it, you see, that you want some answers for your questions, but there is a temporary motive. By your being here, you have created a motive in me, and that motive is to make it very clear that there is nothing to understand. Hmm? As long as you want to understand, so long there is this awkward relationship here, between two individuals. Yeah. So, I am, I have been emphasizing all the time that somehow the understanding has to dawn first in you that there is nothing to understand. So as long as you think that there is something to understand, that understanding is in relationship with uh, the goal you have placed before yourself or the goal which you think should be your goal, and you have accepted that, you see, somehow. And so the understanding you are interested in is in relationship with that goal, how you can reach your goal, how you can attain your goal. Hmm? So whether somebody can help you to understand this problem. <coughs> so, to me, the the instrument, this is, I have only a few things to say, and I go on repeating again and again and again and again. And but the, the question must be very clear to you. To me, all questions are born out of the answers you already have. You know, otherwise there can't be any questions. Since you already have the answers and the questions which you are posing to yourself and the questions you are throwing at me or somebody else are born out of the answers. What is the point, you see, in 
in carrying on any dialogue. Hmm? You have to be free from the answers first, because they are not the, the answers for your questions. So don't see any point in asking that question over and over and over again. See? So they are not the answers. So any answer I give is not the answer because you still have the questions. If there is any answer, that question should be blown out of existence once and for all. You see, not only that question, and all the other questions, and all the other questions are the variations of the same question. You, see. you may frame it differently, but basically, all questions are the variations of the same question. So, so you are not really interested in answers, you know. Hmm? This can't be the answer, the answers that people give, the answers that you think are the answers for the questions which you have are not the answers. It, it is very simple. If that is the answer, the question should not remain there anymore. So I have no questions of any kind. They never enter my head, the questions of the nature you are asking me, or the nature, the questions which I asked before, you see. So somehow the question has disappeared, you see. So because the question realized the, the meaninglessness of asking questions for which the answers are already there. You know? So what, what is your goal? The goal is the answer, you see. Hmm? And so the questions which you are formulating are born out of that answer. So what is your goal? I have to ask this question. It sounds as if I'm a school teacher asking the questions. You know, it's, it's so funny to me, but I must be very clear about it. Otherwise, there's no point. You know, it becomes an exercise in futility. It is a game. It's a ritual, you know. Hmm? Trying to answer the question for which there are no answers at all. So what you want, you, you can get. There is always somebody to help you to get what you want. Because you know what you want. You see. It, it, that means you have to put in a lot of effort, struggle. Hmm? And there is great pain involved, you see, in achieving that goal. Yeah. Whatever is the goal, whether it is material or spiritual. I am suggesting that, you see, there are no spiritual goals at all. The spiritual goals are superimposed on the material goals. And you think that by pursuing the spiritual goals, the problems created by your pursuit of material goals will be simplified. Mm -hmm. But actually... It is not possible to achieve such a miracle. Mm -hmm. There are no spiritual things. There, there is no... I don't know. <laughs> See, <laughs> you cannot divide life into material and spiritual. Even your spiritual pursuit 
is material pursuit. You may think that it is uh, superior to the pursuit of material goals and you may feel that, you see, it's a terribly boring thing to pursue material goals. But the pursuit of whatever spiritual goals you have before you is no different from the material goals at all. Because they are still related to the material. You are interested in solving your problems created by your pursuit of material goals. They, they are so closely linked. I don't, I don't want to give a talk. There's no point in my giving a talk. I'm not good at that kind of a thing anyway. I'm not good at anything. Not even giving satisfactory answers to your questions. You can't say that you are finished with your search. No. 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 If you are... If you are not here, you will be somewhere else. You see, what brings you here will certainly take you somewhere else. So I have no illusions about it. You know. So it doesn't matter where you go. The situation will be exactly the same. You see. What, what do you want? You see, this this is a very simple thing. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> When once that is clear, the next thing will become simple because you will find out how to get what you want. Yeah. Mm. What do you want? Then so, different things come to my head. Yes. Uh, people talking things. That's like all. Card reading. This yes. Kind of stuff. And. Um, I think uh, it has to do with my sexual life, that I just like to have a partner with which we can communicate, also kind of talk. But they are, they are all the same. You can't uh, separate life into sexual life, material life, spiritual life, you know. I think like it's all one and the same. It's all one and the same. You can't separate them. Well, to be able to share with another person who understands me and I can understand the person. You you have been trying for so many years. Have you succeeded? Mm. No? Mm. No. It is not possible to share with anybody your experiences. Like it or not, it's impossible. Mm. No, because the two individuals live in two different worlds. You know? I don't feel like that. You I don't mean. feel like that, but you have... Uh, this somehow the feeling that one day you will be able to communicate. Hmm? Share, share your... Unless there is a reference point in the other individual, there can't be any communication at all. So I have no illusions about communicating uh, with you, because you have no reference point there. So when once that is understood that there is nothing to be understood, what is there to be communicated? No communication is necessary. So when the communication is not necessary, there is no question of discussing the impossibility of communication. No communication is possible. 
So if you put it that way, see, then you must find some other way of communicating with people. So when it is very clear that no communication is necessary except the communication that is essential for our survival. And then no communication is necessary. So the question of the possibility of communication doesn't at all arise. Or the impossibility of communication. The possibility of understanding or the impossibility of understanding doesn't at all arise. So there is nothing to understand. The instrument, I have to keep talking about that instrument which we use to understand and to communicate with others is not the instrument because that doesn't produce the desired results except the hope somehow you will be able to do achieve that goal. And there is no other instrument. First of all, you have not even come to the point that that is not the instrument, that instrument is incapable of helping you to understand or communicate with others. You know? So when the dependence on outside agency is not there, there is no helplessness at all. So there is helplessness because you still expect some help from outside agency. When that is knocked off, this automatically goes. There is no helplessness at all. It is related to that. Hmm? Because you are not able to get, you see, the required help, the desired help from some outside agency, you feel helpless. And you feel the situation is hopeless. Hmm? So that has to go first. When that goes, then there is no helplessness here at all. The situation is not hopeless. Hmm? It is in relationship with the hope you have. The hope is here. You know, you put the hope there. Hmm? Since the hope is there, and it is always in terms of time, the present situation seems overwhelmingly hopeless. Not just hopeless, it's, it's, you know, there is a overwhelming sense of frustration in you which tells you that the situation is hopeless. Not at all. The situation is not hopeless in relationship with the hope you have and the fulfillment of that hope is always in terms of time. The present situation seems totally hopeless and you feel in a helpless situation because there there is no future at all. Hmm? There must be a present first before you can think of or even consider future. Hmm? There is future. Today is what? Today is 8th or 9th. I don't know. The day tomorrow will be the 9th. But there is no guarantee. Your die will be here tomorrow. But if you take law of averages into consideration, probabilities, probably will be here. But there is no certainty, there is no guarantee. Anything can happen. We might get knocked down by a car. Anything can happen. So, that is not the future we are talking about. The future that I am talking about is the hope. The hope of achieving your goals. The hope of attaining whatever you want to attain. Enlightenment 
or whatever you want to call it. So that is the future. Hmm? So there must be a present here, you see. Hmm? So this is what you think is is now. This is the present moment. You are here, sitting there, and I am talking here. So this is the present moment, huh? now. The people talk of now, the eternal now, and all that kind of nonsense, you see. So this is the now. So what is happening in this now? You tell me. I am talking, making some statements, and these statements seem to make some kind of a sense to you. Hmm? Or they don't make sense to you. You see, either they make some sense or no sense. They make sense because they fit into the framework which you have there. Hmm? Seems to be very logical, rational, sensible. So, it makes sense to you. If it doesn't fit in there within that framework, you see, you reject it. Is So, the the instrument that is in operation there now is the past. Hmm? Otherwise, there is no question of your accepting or rejecting. Hmm? So, it is the the movement of the past that is in operation. As long as that movement of the past is there, so long the present cannot uh, be there. I don't know if, if I make myself clear. So, the past has to come to an end because this projection into the future of attaining your goals, whatever goals you you are interested in, or the goals projected by the past. Sure, you see, it is the past that has created this enlightenment, transformation, God knows what, you see. So, it is the past that has projected these goals and put them there in the future. A happy man wouldn't be interested in seeking happiness. That's a fact. A well-fed man is not looking for food. At this moment, you see, maybe tomorrow he will be hungry and then he will start looking for food. A healthy man will not be interested in talking about thinking in terms of health, health food, nutritious food, this, that and the other. Hmm? So he is not interested in talking of ill health. A healthy man wouldn't want to have anything to do with uh, ill ill health. But if you are a neurotic, you will always be concerned about, you see, your health in the future, your food in the future, your enlightenment and all kinds of things. So the past has got to come to a stop before the present can operate. Then only the future possibility can be thought about. Hmm? I don't know if I make myself clear or it makes any sense. So is there anything that you can do to, to prevent the past from interfering in this present moment? If you understand what I am talking, the language is the past. Yes. Whether it is English or, you see, don't yes. talk of the art of listening and all that gibberish, you see. Mm-hmm. So there is no such thing as the art of listening. You, you can't listen, you are not listening to me at all. Right. So any sense it makes to you means, it, if you reject, if you accept, you see, or if you don't do any one of those things, it doesn't really mean anything. 
So is there anything that you can do? First of all, I don't know why you should stop the past from interfering with the present, <laughs> number one. And second, this idea has been put into our heads by all these holy men, the gurus and the <laughs> teachers and uh, enlightened people, that the past should uh, die, should come to an end. So assuming for a moment that you want the past to come to an end or stop, and that assumption is a really dangerous thing for that, you see. So, what is it that you can do? If you use that past, huh, that means you are perpetuating the past. Anything you do, is that's what you are doing. So, if that is not there, but unfortunately it is there, there is no need for you to listen to me. So, listening to me is only adding momentum to that. Hmm? So, if you try to do something with that, you see, put in motion counter-thoughts or approach it negatively instead of pushing it in a positive direction, no matter what you do, you are only adding momentum to that. Yes, so. Hmm? Traditions or... No, all the techniques, you see, you have, you know, they talk of thoughtless state, this, that and the other, you see. Anything you do, uh, Mm -hmm. any achievement you are interested in is only through the help of that. In the past you had both happiness and unhappiness, pleasures and pains. Up to this point, Alternated all the time. In the future, you would like to have one without the other. That's what everybody is interested in. It's actually. And so if, if you are a transformed individual or if some sort of mutation takes place in you, radical or otherwise, or if you are an enlightened man or if you are this, that and the other, you will be able to have one without the other. That is the real interest in the individuals to achieve that impossible goal of having one without the other. That's what everybody is interested in. So your search falls in the area of the ultimate pleasure. So God, transformation, enlightenment, liberation, you know, you have hundreds of words for that. They are all the ultimates in pleasure, you see. So if I had that, you see, you would be free from this painful process and the desire to have one without the other. Hmm? Otherwise, you wouldn't be interested in any one of those things. All the therapies that these people are talking about, invented by the psychologists, also fall in that category. So... What is it that you can, first of all, to demand the cessation of the continuity of that movement of the past, itself is absurd. We have been brainwashed by all these people that if that is achieved, your life would be a hunky-dory, you know, it will be full of sweetness, you see, and you know, only full of beautiful songs. That's all Romantic stuff, you see. You have fallen for that. You are, you are swallowing that, you see. So, you, what is it that you can do? Tell me. There isn't a thing that you can do. 
Anything you do in any direction on any level is perpetuating that. Hmm? That can only give, you see, something of this and something of the other. Moments of happiness, moments of pain, moments of pleasure, moments of pain. You know? So ultimately, it is only unhappiness, it is only pain. No pleasure at all. Mm -hmm. Hmm? I can say that, but you are not sure of that, you see, you know. So pleasure itself is pain, not that the pain follows pleasure. Or unhappiness follows happiness, but there is no such thing as happiness at all as long as you are searching for happiness. So long you will remain unhappy. Hmm? That's a fact, you see, you know. It is the search for or the quest for happiness and then you have superimposed on that the eternal happiness, God knows what, and that has made it worse. Anyway, I'm I'm talking, giving a lecture, it's, you know, it looks like analyzing the whole problem. You have to help me. And we know that dialogue has no meaning, conversation has no meaning, and talking is absurd, and what the hell are we doing here? That's, you think I'm using talking uh, as an excuse to? You don't. <laughs> then. But maybe we, we have a, you help some me. Kind of a that is that is really the problem. You see, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't be with people. You can't have relationships at all. You can't live with people. You are trying all the time. All techniques, all gimmicks, trying to establish relationship with people. Have you succeeded? No. Then you talk of harmonious relationship, loving relationship. But God knows what, you know. You know a lot more than I do. You and I have absolutely no relationship here. I'm talking of chalk, you are talking of cheese or something, you know. There, there is. I have no illusions about it. So how come then, like, after I was here the first time, and I was, the, the day after I was sort of walking in the street, and I felt that it was really quiet in my head, and that something I felt... So you are back here again, unfortunately. (laughs) That should have finished, you see, this unfortunate situation once and for all. (laughs) Then you would never have gone to see anybody in your life, you see, you know. The whole thing would have been finished for you. You wouldn't touch any book, you wouldn't bother about listening to anybody, you wouldn't be interested in following anybody. There is a God walking on the face of this earth or hundred gods yeah. rolled into one, you see, the enlightened man or unenlightened man, no importance to you. If somebody has a billion dollars, well, what good is it to you, Anthony? We really, we are struggling, you see, for our next meal. So if he gives, he gives some, you know, some bent, useless sense, I don't know what you have here, or some crumbs of bread, (laughs) or some colored ropes like that, and 
What do you want to prove to yourself and to the world? May I ask you a question? Let's forget about your gurus and bhagwans and gods. What do you want to prove by wearing those colored robes? You see, what do you want to prove to yourself and to the world at large that you are somebody? You know, you don't no, give me, no. you don't give me any explanation uh, that has been given to you by your gurus. You know, no, I know all that. You see, no, 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 what no, for? for yeah, what for? You feel you feel important that you are somebody, of course. Yeah? Or even walking naked in the streets, you know, the Indian they did that, you know. And actually the contrary, I'm somehow always embarrassed. The more you are embarrassed, the more important you feel. That's true. So you are able to meet. Hmm? The situation of embarrassment courageously, seeing, you know. No, but anyway, that's not the point. You can wear any, any colored robes you want. <laughs> it's somehow an appointment or a trust you once made. I understand that. Once you have placed your confidence in and believe the teacher to be in position of it, you have to stick to him, yes. I understand I'm that. Not, I'm also somebody who drops in and out. I've been out, like, say, for two years completely, and, like, say, today, I, I just don't... No, I'm not saying anything against uh, no. your being there or not being there. Please don't get me wrong, you know. It's no. all right with me. No. Anyway, um, the uh. past will always be there as long as you want something. Hmm? So even if you suppress your wants, the past has to come to your help and tell you how to suppress your want. Hmm? So if you differentiate the wants and you know as they do in India, the spiritual want is a highly desirable one. It is the be all and end all of your existence. And that want is no different from any other want. But in that particular culture, the emphasis is laid on the spiritual wants as the most desirable wants, in contradistinction to all the other wants. So, that past is bound to be there as long as you want. It doesn't matter what you want. So, if you don't want a thing in this world, it is not there. Whether it is there or not, that is of no importance, you see. You, because you have no way of finding out whether it is there or not. Then, you see, if you say it isn't there, it is not there, that means you have necessarily to use the past to find out if it is there or not. So that is not the question at all. The situation is very clear. If you don't want a thing, you have to want to take care of the physical needs. If you don't do that, it's a perverse way of living. Sure. So you have to draw the line. You see what your needs are. You know, what my needs are not 
quite different from your needs. So I can't dictate these are these should be the needs of everybody. You know? So that's not it. That want is essential whether you like it or not. It is there. That is the purpose of thought. You see, to help to keep this organism going. So it is bound to be there, whether you like it or not. So that cannot be used for any other purpose, understanding yourself, reaching your spiritual goals, and all that sort of a thing. So how not to be without want? See, the how, you see, is, is the most trickiest of all the questions is the how. So as long as you are looking for how, so long you are doomed. <laughs> you know? So how how to live, you see, that is the thing that has been bothering people for centuries. So every religion, every teacher says, this is how, you see, you should live. Hmm? So then how how can I be free from that. How can I be free from that? You see, that, that's the one question which transforms itself into millions and millions of questions. That's all. Hmm? You know? So, what do you want? And then you see, how can you get what you want? It's a very simple thing. If you try to suppress that past and try to be in the present, it will drive you crazy. <laughs> you will flip. Because you are trying to control something, you see, which you cannot control. You have no control over that. It has a tremendous momentum. It is not your past of 30 or 40 years, but the past of the entire existence of every human being and other forms of life too. See, is part of your past, you know. It is not such an easy thing and you have no way of controlling that at all. So if you try to control, you see, to stop the flow of a river hmm, through all these artificial means, where I'm putting a dam and all that, you see, then it will inundate the whole thing. Hmm? So that is why every time you try to control your thoughts, to watch your thoughts, to observe your thoughts, to be aware of your thoughts, you find that the thoughts are welling there all the time. When you are not concerned about that, whether it is there or not, is not important to you. It is there when there is a need for it, when there is no need for it, whether it is there or not, you have no way of knowing it. But you are constantly using that. So that, you see, you can maintain the continuity. Of, that is you. There is nothing there other than that. Hmm? What you call you is the continuity of that knowledge that is put in there. So if that is not there, you are coming to an end. What you call yourself, that you is coming to an end. So you do not want to come to an end. You want that is you to be transformed, hmm? changed into something else, into loving. And we want to function on a different level hmm? or different dimension. But you do not want that to come to an end. See, the only way that it can maintain its continuity 
is through this constant demand for knowing more and more and more. Hmm? So the only way it can add more and more to that knowledge is by asking this question, how? So how can I bring that flow or the continuity of the knowledge to come to a stop? Hmm? So you are asking for some kind of knowledge. Hmm? You want to know. You want to know whether there is enlightenment or not. You want to know what, how an enlightened man would behave or what is, what the nature of, uh, or what behavior patterns are and so on and so on and so on. You see, So you know a lot about it. That is why you are searching for it. No, not just, for just looking for uh, peacefulness. I don't know how to do it. How to come there? I know there's a struggle inside of me, but uh, so people are looking for enlightenment because yeah. they think you are not. You see, the, the goal is the same. They want to be at peace with themselves. They have tried every possible means. And the enlightened men are selling us those goodies, telling you that if you were enlightened, you would be at peace with yourself. That's all that they are telling us. So it is not something mysterious or any such thing. So how, how are you going to achieve that goal of yours? I don't know. <laughs> That's the problem. I really don't know. As long as you are searching for peace, so long you will not be peaceful. Even if you don't do it, <laughs> it will remain the same. Huh? <laughs> no matter what you do. What's so amusing? It's it's a really amusing situation. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. If you do it, don't come. If you don't do it, don't come. <laughs> so what, what, you stop. It's stop. Funny. You stop, you don't stop. I just try to stop. Yeah, you are lost in a jungle. What do you do? Don't try it. You try, run here, there, everywhere. No. You, you see, you don't find, you have no way of finding the way out of the jungle. Mm-hmm. The night is fast <laughs> descending on us. The animals are there. Wild as well as, uh, I don't know what other kind of animals have. The cobras, everything is there, <laughs> you see. So what do you do in such a situation? You have tried. You just stop, you don't move at all. Yeah. You don't move. As long as there is a hope that you can somehow, see, or through some miracle get out of it, you see, you will be doing something or the other. You see, what you are left with is only this meaningless restlessness, you see, you know, must get out of that, you see. Yeah. So if there is no way out, you just stop. Just stop. You just stop there, that's all. 
You want to know what will come then? Just wait. No, you don't have to wait, you see. You see the blue sky, lights and... (laughs) Why why do you have to do that to see the blue sky? Anyway, you you don't see the blue sky. Have you ever seen the blue sky? Have you at any time? (laughs) The sky is blue, you think? What makes you think that the sky is blue? I am not for a moment saying that it is red or golden. <laughs> so we have a mystery words to call out the sky, you I wish I knew. I haven't told that it is blue, but every time I look at it, <laughs> it's gray here. I said that? We don't do that. No, we don't do that. No. I can't cope We want to change everything. Just to accept life as it is. We don't do that. No, we don't do that. No. I can't cope We want to change everything. That's why I want to find out. Can you stop? Can you deal with it? Can you cope with it? Can you accept life? Well, I'm not that um, sad. No, no. But uh, can you accept death? Is there reincarnation? Is there... Uh, I don't know. You can talk to cows or uh, things like that. Why do you want to be born again? What for? I don't know. Huh? This is messy enough, this life, you mm. see. And why, why do you want That's to be right. born again? Okay. Forget yeah. about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh? okay. There's enough unhappiness now, you see. Yeah. Hmm? There's no peace in this life. You want to wait until your next life? Uh-huh. No, not worth it. <laughs> Waiting for your next life. You may not be born again. You might mm-hmm. as well find out something. Mm-hmm. If there is any way of uh, hmm, being at peace with yourself, not wait for your next life. To be true. That's all there is to it. So you have to use it because the society is so organized. You have no other way of surviving except is to 
accept the organized life around us as the only way of surviving. So, that is not what we are talking about. But what we are talking about is altogether different. So, what man experienced in relationship with all those fancy stuff, you know, the romantic stuff, all the other emotions you have, all the other experiences you have, they belong to the society. You are not an individual. When you are free from what every man thought and felt and experienced before you, then for the first time you become an individual. Hmm? That individual will not go around, you see, and destroy anything that belongs to the society. Hmm? You will not become a rebel, you see. You will not tear down all the temples and the churches and all the other institutions that man has built with great care. Hmm? Nor will you burn all the books, you see. But all the knowledge that is there in the books is in you, you see. You have made a great big bonfire of all that inside of you. The whole thing is burnt out for you. So for the first time you become an individual. Hmm? So then you will not be in conflict with that society. The society is built on the foundation of conflict. It functions in the field of conflicts. So that is why you are in conflict with the society. I am not in conflict with the society because the society cannot be anything other than what it is. So since it can't be anything other than what it is, there is no question of my wanting to change that. You want to change yourself into something. And at the same time, you cannot change. You don't want change. That's a fact. What you know, you don't want to lose. What you have, you don't want to lose. You see? So this change itself is a fancy stuff for you. As long as you want to change for some reason or the other, so long you want to change the world. Hmm? So you want a different world so that you can be happy. <laughs> that is your only interest, you see. You may talk of, you know, mankind, concern for mankind, you see, compassion for mankind, all that is bullshit, horseshit. So since you, you want to bring about a change in you, which is put in there by that culture, you want the world to be different. Hmm? When the demand for change or the demand to become something other than what you are is not there, the demand to change the world also comes to an end. So you are not in conflict with the society. You are in perfect harmony with the society, with all these so-called brutalities, miseries. Huh? Anything you do to change that, you will add more and more to that. Not that you are indifferent to the world. In any case, you are indifferent to the world. You just talk of the world. You are not doing anything. Sorry. So since, unless you are at peace with yourself, there can't be any peace around the world. When are you going to be at peace with yourself? Next life, she says. No chance. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> you know. So, we have to wait until then. So even then there is no guarantee that your neighbors will be peaceful. They will not be peaceful. So you are at peace with yourself. That's the end of the story. Hmm? 
But even when you're not anymore in conflict with the world around you. Yes. And what you're was functioning. More intelligently and sanely. Okay. Yeah. All the neurotic uh, okay. demands have ceased. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you already what will be there in its place. And so this is also becoming part of your knowledge. And then, you see, you will pursue that. You want to be... But you will still have your emotions. Or is it... The emotions emotions go with it. Go with it. Sure. That there won't be any relationship. You know. There is no need for any relationship then. What what do you mean with relationship? Now we are trying to establish relationships with... With the people around us, you see, with the society, with the whole world, you see, that is the demand, you know, everywhere. For some reason or the other, Mm. hmm, the relationships are very ugly and horrible. As long as it is uh, functioning on our terms, as long as they are based on the idea of uh, your gratification. What do I get out of this relationship? That's all. The other individual is in the same situation. So the basis of all relationships is gratification. What do I get, you see? So since I don't get what I want to get, since I cannot get what I want to get, you see, I want this to be a harmonious, perfect, loving God knows what, you see. Hmm? There is always, you see, this conflict in The society says that should be the relationship. So then the problem becomes very simple. Temporary relationships are essential. I have a temporary relationship with my hostess and my Mm. (laughs) host here. So I'm staying here, you see, in, in a very comfortable, luxurious situation. I don't want this to be permanent. The moment I'm out, it's finished, you see. So this temporary relationship is finished. Hmm? So there is no demand for the continuity of this at all. So we are interested in and demanding all the time permanent relationships. In the very nature of things, there is no such thing as permanence at all. Everything is constantly changing. Everything is in a flux. So the emotion is one of the things that will, you see, keep the things going when they are actually falling apart. So invest the relationships with emotion. What you call emotion? Intense feeling, that's all. And then how about your father and mother? (laughs) Hell with them. (laughs) What do you care? They have done Enough harm. Leave them alone. (laughs) (laughs) If they expect, you see, from grown-up children, something, you see, something is wrong. (laughs) You know, they are grown-up, they are on their own. It is their problem, it's not your problem. But when you have children, you see, then the whole situation will be the same. Ah, there it is, confirming.
Or you want to understand yourself, you are in trouble. You see, understanding yourself is one of the greatest and biggest jokes perpetrated on gullible people by <laughs> gullible, credulous, believing people. That by knowing yourself, understanding yourself, you will be something extraordinary. Not necessarily the holy man, but even these psychologists talk of self-knowledge, self-knowing, self-knowledge, self-knowing, you know, living, knowing from moment to moment, living from moment to moment. All those funny ideas are thrown at us. They don't expect anything. They do expect, of course. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, yes. Well, it is uh, rather shocking when you experience murderous feelings or something. You are already a murderer. Yes. There is a murderer lurking in everybody yes. here. So not only you, not that we want them to confess or any such thing. No, 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 listen. No, no, no. listen. No, listen. No, when no. you when you want something that stands in the way yeah. of your achieving goal, uh, unless yeah. you are a coward, you are a chicken. You are a chicken, but still you are a murderer. You see. Yeah. So and you have no other way of removing that obstacle. Yeah. Hmm? You will have these yeah. lovable thoughts of removing that obstacle through what you call, <laughs> you see, murder. Yes. yes. So there well, is... It was very direct. You see, there was someone who told rather cold. And well, it shoots here and there. It was written... Well, it was uh, killing, you see. It was once now rather the same. No, it's not, I'm not with you. Say, say that again. Well, my girlfriend said something very cold. 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 Yes. Cold. Yeah, rather. Yes, I understand. Yes. Okay, okay. Mm. The whole story. Well, and there was... You felt it here. There, but it shoots up here. Yes, where do and you feel? written, condemn, well, in, in... Kill her. Kill her. Yes. That was it. Yes. And well, at that moment I, I was so um, the door, I was terrified that, you see, mm. and now... Yeah, That's a natural see. thing. No. Well. Yeah, that feeling is a very natural thing. That's nothing unnatural. Acting well, probably, I, I, I acting probably. I therapist for that, you see. No, sir. Also. The, he also has the same. Don't believe He only <laughs> takes money from you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a damn fool. Don't believe that man. <laughs> he just talks of theories. I am not so... believe that the, that the, was the psychiatrist killing, don't you know that? The stories don't you read in the papers sometimes? <laughs> I've known a psychiatrist who has made millions of dollars, you know, advising people how to live, husband and wife, huh, to live happily ever after. 
And he has married 18 times. Each wife got one million dollars. So you can imagine. So don't, don't take them very seriously. No, I'm not cynical. I'm not cynical, you see. No, no, no. The, the fact is that that murderous thought came into you. That's the reality. That the murderous thought, feeling, yeah. you see, hmm, was there in you, you see. So don't condemn it. Don't feel sorry for it. You see, you didn't murder. Otherwise, you would have paid yes. a beautiful price for it. Yes. <laughs> you see, you know. Thank God you didn't. Execute that. Yeah, and then, this you, is get, then you read uh, books of, can look at it, and you see. Uh, look at it, be aware of it. Be aware, and right. that's not no. possible. You Afterwards, you can. Afterwards, yes, you can sit and discuss moment. about it. Not at that moment. No. Not at then, all. Then there is killing. So you or see. There is no. That looking at it, you see, choicelessly be aware of it, uh, that is the one that will lead you to actions. But it disappeared, it dawned, hmm? finished, you see. So if you do anything with it, then there is bound to be an action, no matter what you do. You are not dealing with that at all, you are dealing with the fear of the consequences from then on. You know? yeah, yeah, so that the, you know, in legal parlance, they de- classify all these things: premeditated murder. You, see, you, know. you have to be insane. Even falling in love, they say, is an act of insanity. You see, you know, because you feel for the rest of your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, can we stop now or go? How many? No, sure. One and a half hours, uh, two hours. Uh. One hour. Oh, come on. That's all. I, no, I'm not tired. I can go on. It's rather encouraging. Encouraging or discouraging? Hopeless. <laughs> negative. Everybody blames me. You are a very negative man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopeless. But I've, I've heard you speaking in another way. When? Last week. On, um, you were in a different Wednesday. mood last week and so, yeah. No, you were speaking it sounded, huh? I think you were speaking very differently. Very different way? Uh, then? And now is a different way. Maybe tomorrow it will be again. Again. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But don't come back. <laughs> you'll get into your habit. Nice habit. <laughs> anyway, I'm leaving. Next Wednesday. That will make it easy for us all. He said he won't say where you're going. Huh? He won't say where you're going. Where am I going? I'm going somewhere. He says, I know where I'm going. Going back to Switzerland. Wouldn't you call yourself nihilist? <laughs> 
Would you like to put that label on me? It's all right with me. I mean, you know, all the people, the Kuspensky, good, you call them, name them, you know, thousand books. So what you're saying is gold at all, basically. Yeah. Since you... So I, I think maybe I don't uh, see the real scientific meaning of me listening. But I feel it, you know, like, okay, there is nothing, there will be nothing, and everything is okay, and everything is bad, and everything is fine, and everything is lousy, and I'm in between, as long as I No, am. no in between. Either you are there or... <laughs> Not there. There is no in between. Yeah, there is no there. No, no. <laughs> Either that or the other. There is no in between. That's all that I am saying. You are caught up in the two. Betwixt the two. Betwixt the And it's an archaic way of speaking. Yeah, that's good. Between. And everything comes to an end. The virtue makes it huh? That's what I understand. But everything comes to an end. There is no beginning at all. We don't want uh, the things to come to an end. So what I am suggesting is if there is a way of nipping it at the... At the, at the source, then the problem of bringing that to an end doesn't at all arise. Unfortunately, it is there. That's as good a, a label as anything. Better than calling you an enlightened man. I mean, the bad company of Buddha. Buddha was called a nihilist, I suppose. Not that I am claiming uh, comradeship with him <laughs> or equality with him, but as far as the word goes, yes, I think uh, he was called not only a nihilist, but also an atheist, you know. The Hindu system of philosophy classifies him as an atheistic philosopher. I think. <laughs> What's that now? No, no, sir. <laughs> Business a bit. We have come to an end. Help us. I have said enough, huh? Come on, go ahead, shoot. <laughs> This is not a very serious thing, you know. I don't like seriousness at all. So there are no serious questions at all. All questions are frivolous. All questions are frivolous, silly. All questions and so. That's why I give frivolous answers. You know. hmm? Silly questions get silly answers. Frivolous questions get frivolous answers. Serious questions don't get any answers because there are no serious questions at all. <laughs> so now we stop. Okay. The word question is wrong. Huh? The word question in is, itself is, is wrong. No, the answer is already there. Right, so it's a game, you know, it's a ritual. Isn't it? Enjoy it. Rituals. <laughs> like coffee. Huh? Do you like coffee? Or not? Yeah, I, I, 
I said, why, why you are going to offer me a coffee or no. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Thank you very much. No, not now. Thank you very much. I'm beginning to like your coffee in this place. Huh? What I was in the beginning before you liked it. I don't know. That's coffee. I think the grains, uh, what do you call them? Berries are toasted differently. Huh? Berries? Beans. Beans, coffee berries. Huh? Beans, I call it by whatever name you like. The toasting is different, I suppose. Hmm? I, I, it's something different. You think people are also different in the past border? Customs people are the same everywhere in the world. <laughs> That's how I find that looking suspiciously at you. <laughs> you <know. laughs> They're all types everywhere, you know. Bureaucrats are exactly the same. Uh, customs people are the same, immigration people are the same, bankers are the same, you know. And judges are the same, lawyers are the same, doctors are the same, dentists are the same. All human beings are exactly the same, wherever you go. I've been everywhere in the world, and so that much I can say, except China. But human nature is exactly the same. Questions are the same. So, I can never be bored because questions can't be any the different. If I am looking for a different kind of questions anywhere in the world, then there is a possibility of one getting bored. <laughs> you see, so questions are exactly the same. Either I am in India or in America or in Switzerland or here or anywhere. Same. The emphasis is slightly different. The emphasis is slightly different, you see. What did you say about China? I have, that's the one country which I have not uh, seen, yes. But uh, I have been everywhere else in the world. Seeing people and so I can say the human nature is exactly the same. But you do come across any people? Not one. If there is one, you see, it won't be hiding somewhere, you see, you know. It will be there, shining. Like the star. Can't keep such people under the bushel. To be an individual is not an easy thing, you see. That means you, you are very ordinary. It is very difficult to be ordinary, you know. You want to be something other than what you are. To be yourself is very easy. You don't have to do a thing. No effort is necessary. You don't have to exercise will. You don't have to do 
anything to be yourself. But to be something other than what you are, you have to do a lot of things. All the restlessness you have is only because you think that you must be doing something more interesting, more valuable, more meaningful than what you are doing. So this is a, a terrible bore to you. That's all there is. You know, there's nothing else there. You see the dog all the time <laughs> from one hand to the other. Why it's doing, I don't know if it knows. doesn't even want to know. You acquire so much garbage. We think we know everything. The more you know, the more difficult it is for you to be a very ordinary person. You talk of humility, you talk of this, sensitivity. You talk of so many things, you know. How can you be, how can there be humility as long as you know something? No. They can talk of humility. Eh? If you know anything, you see, you can't be a person of humility. Just the ordinary person. It's, the, it's, it's not so easy. Because we have psychological norms, religious norms, all everything is set there, behavior patterns. So you're wanting to fit yourself into that framework is the cause of your sorrow. Yeah, starting all over again. Now I think <laughs> unless I get up, it's <laughs> nobody. What is the time now? It's nine. Nine one and a half hours, yes, that's enough. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anyway. Bye-bye. I won't come back again. <laughs> sure? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to be here for three more, four more days, five more days, something. One week. <laughs> <laughs> One week <after>. Anyway. Bye-bye. <laughs> the last part of the conversation recorded on 9 September follows. I don't know what you mean by next stage. What is the next stage? Next stage for every individual. Next stage for every individual is the physical death. That's all. He will die one day. So he is doing everything possible to push that as far as possible. And I am certain that medical technology will one day find out, you see, the way of keeping you alive for 150 years, 200. First then. So we, we leave there. Yeah, that's all true. We assume that they are our parents. That's all. You see, that is not really the problem, but we are here. Somehow. We are really seeing a newborn child. What does it mean? I mean, why do you want to mystify a newborn child is a newborn child is the result of you see the mating of two humans uh, how to some, uh, they make love you see huh? uh, it's, 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 
Is there me any listen is there any meaning in making love? If there is any meaning in making love, you see there is a meaning in the child child's arrival here. Now it depends upon you see what you mean by meaning. Why are you looking for a meaning? Why should there be any why should there be any meaning? What for? You obviously don't see any meaning in your life. Everything you do is, uh, seems absolutely meaningless to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be interested in trying to find out a meaning. No? Sure, yes. Why are you looking for a meaning? Don't bother about the others, you know. Don't bother about the others, you know. The, the whole world is an extension of you. That's all. The way you are thinking, the way you are feeling, the way you are experiencing, everybody in this world is experiencing, feeling and thinking exactly the same way. You may not be thinking of God, you may not be thinking of God-realization, enlightenment, but you see, you may be thinking of something else, you know. I don't know what you are thinking about. So the goal is, maybe goals may be different, but the mechanism or the instrument which you are using to achieve your particular goal is no different from those who want different kinds of goals. That's all that I'm pointing out. So, but why should there be any meaning? The baby obviously has no goal. The baby has a goal to survive. See, from the moment the child is born, see, looking for, you see, the survival. Milk. That is the instinct, you see. The instinct is there. To feed itself, to survive, and to reproduce one like that. That seems to be the way what you call, you see, life is expressing itself. That's all. But it doesn't do any harm. It has no schemes. Yeah, our own, our schemes have created the mess. That's all the time. Saying how to live. The how to live that is imposed on us by our culture is the one that has created the problems for us. That is all the time pointing out. Is it possible for you? This is a rhetorical question I am throwing at you. To be free from how to live. You replace one how with another how. That's all. That is what you mean by life, I think. See, how to live. Living is the problem. Not life. Life, we really don't know anything about life. So what we call life is the one that makes the body respond to these things, stimuli, you know. Body is responding. There is pulse, there is beat, there is throb. Hmm? Those things stop, then what you call the clinical death takes place. So that is not a death in the sense in which we use the word because that is the basis for life. So life is continuing. Not the way you see you want. See, your form has disintegrated into its constituent elements and those things have become the basis for the continuity of life. You know, so that is no consolation to you. You want to continue 
for hundred years, two hundred years, and then after that beyond, after death, I got no spot. So that instrument is interested in continuity. So this is continuing. It is not interested in hundred years or two hundred years or the death. You see the end of this shape changes, form changes. That's all. So what's happening to the human being after his body dies? That's what I told you. If you bury it, the worms have a field day. You know, they will have an extraordinary feast. <laughs> you know. And if you throw it in the waters, the fish or all the other things you see will have a feast. What do you prefer? Me, it's not my problem. It's the problem of those who want to get out of this body because it will begin to stink. You see, they cannot, you know. They, they, they are, they are very often. When a human person has a mind which continues or goes somewhere else, whatever his experiences are? Not his experience, because his experiences, while he is living, are not his own. They come from the totality of man's experiences. So, that will continue. Every time you feel jealousy, you see, every time you feel that, you see, you are adding to that. You see, that is going on, the world mind. There is no such thing as your mind or my mind. You, there is, you see this, you breathe, huh? the air, you need air, see, so that you can survive. If you don't breathe, that's the end of you. So in exactly the same way, there is this thought sphere that is always there. It's not yours, not mine. So we use that for purposes of communication. First of all, we have to communicate to ourselves. This is the most important thing. Communicating to others comes next, you see. So we constantly communicate to ourselves. If the communication is not there, we are not there. You, as you know yourself. So, what I mean by communication is, you tell yourself that you are happy, that you are unhappy, that you are miserable, that you are bored, that you are this, that you are that, that you are not this, not that. You see, that goes on and on. That I don't see any meaning. What is the meaning? You see, this is the communication I am talking about. So, if that communication is not there, there is no need for you to communicate with anybody. So, so you communicate with others to maintain this communication with yourself. Hmm? So, this is important to you. This communication becomes possible only when you see, you depend upon or draw from, you see, the totality. That is passed on from generation to generation. That's all the time pointing out. So, the man has, through evolution, developed this capacity to draw from that, you see, quicker, you see, animals take longer time to learn a language, and then, you see, to behave, you see, the way we teach them. So, man has, through centuries of evolution, has developed this capacity, you know, to absorb things quickly, to continue. So, that communication is, becomes possible only with the help of that. If that is not there, no communication is there inside of you, except the basic needs of the body. The animals also have thoughts. They have tremendous instincts, you know. They they have more powers than the humans. Uh, the clairvoyance, clairaudience, uh, the the uh, the capacity to communicate uh, to the to the others. All that you know, telepathy, what you call. They don't use those words, but they have that. See, there for the survival. But it. Man has lost them because he is using thinking instead of the sensory perceptions and the 
the instincts called clairvoyance, clairaudience, and telepathy, and all that. And so he has lost them, you see, and then he wants them again, and sometimes, you see, the hidden things come up, and you attribute some extraordinary things to it as a spiritual man, you see, everybody has, these are all the sensitized thoughts, when the thoughts are sensitized, you see, then, you see, a few individuals, you see, develop these things, you know, instincts, but man has no use for them anymore, except those people who want to be spiritual, hmm? So they feel the necessity for that kind of a thing, not for purposes of survival, but for spiritual growth. So through thinking, man has made it possible for him, you see, to to survive more efficiently than the animals. So it is that very thing that has been the curse of man, and it is going to destroy him. But anyway, there is nothing that we can do. But the hope that, you see, that instrument will save him is... A hope that really has no way of fulfilling itself. So if you think, you see, the hope is necessary and optimism which you are talking about is very important to you, then it is all right with me. Well, I, I, I didn't use myself the word optimism. No, no. But uh, uh, as I understand, a physiological process you underwent and maybe that's the next step, and, and mankind has gone through evolutionary mutation. He, he would have, you see, everybody would have been, you see, in this situation if it had not been for, you see, the, the culture. You see, the culture has created the model of a perfect man. But you counterculture. No, counterculture is part of the same. You see, they go together, you know, you see, this is a reaction to that, you see. So you, when you find it is impossible for you to reach your goal and, and see the, the meaninglessness of that, you see, then you create, you see, the, the opposite of it. So the counterculture and um, the perfect uh, man that the culture has created and placed before us belong to the same. They come from the same source. So, but culture would be conditioning and counterculture would be deconditioning and once you decondition enough... No, 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 it, it, no, it is conditioning you in a different way. It is not possible for you to be left alone with conditioning. No matter what you do, you are conditioning yourself. You see, the unconditioning that they are talking about, the, the psychologists and uh, some of those spiritual goons we have in our marketplace today, is, is a bogus affair, you see. You know, you will find out you will be surprised out, yes. yes, that anything you do is conditioning you in a different way. So this talk of unconditioning or freeing yourself from conditioning has no meaning. But, you see, the conditioning there in the body is intelligent. So to talk of freeing yourself from conditioning, which is a very superficial thing, has no meaning. You see, your, your reflexes are conditioned. The functioning of the body has an extraordinary intelligence. And that is conditioning. That's what I am talking about. It is done in a different way, through the genetic control, not through the control of your ideations and mentations. Well, so, we, we have been experimenting with drugs which have been deconditioning our reflection. That is a temporary, yes, but very temporary. Yes, state might introduce you to other, other ways of being. Well, for what purpose? So you create another man, is, uh, which is no different from the, the other. You see, so even this genetic engineering that they are indulging in, 
is not for the benefit of mankind because you see this the technique will be handed over to the state the state will use that to control every individual instead of brainwashing which will take centuries uh, through an injection or through the manipulation or what they call the genetic engineering you can turn everybody into a soldier and fight your battle it's very easy so it is not in the interest of mankind to develop that so in any case no matter what we do it is not in the interest of any man is anything that is born out of that is destructive in its very nature it because it is a protective mechanism it is protecting itself when you protect yourself here when you are seeking security here there cannot be any security in this world there's a fact whether we recognize it or not so this has no social content i am emphasizing all the time now if you are freed from the the goal you see of a perfect man a truly religious man then you see whatever is there begins to express itself nature is creating unique individuals each one is different physiologically different whereas the culture has placed before us an ideal man a perfect man a truly religious man modeled after this teachers you know jesus buddha and all those religious teachers so that is why if you we are all caught up in this misery perfect man does not exist at all who are you i wish i knew mm-hmm. oh, yeah that question i wish i knew <laughs> i don't even want to bother about finding it because i have no way of finding out it <laughs> if i knew that you see I, you know that would be a great disaster for mankind you know, you know that you see if i if, if the thought that i am an enlightened man or free man enters my head you see the world is in trouble <laughs> then you go around freeing people enlightening people and set in motion you see another counter destructive Uh, force in the world we already have enough cults you see enough groups so why add one more you enjoy your life uh, <laughs> there is no time for me to think of it no but uh, when you're sitting here you feel okay so to us you may friends i don't even you know, know you know the concept friends uh, yes i know one thing i don't have enemies so that does not mean that uh, everybody is a friend and if i say that everybody is a friend that does not mean i don't have enemies it's not that i'm playing with words but what do we mean by friend huh what do you mean by friend i don't know this is you know the might be funny people <laughs> <laughs> i do use the word friend i know what means so why can't you and said i am your friend yes uh, i am delighted to meet uh, a friend <laughs> what do you want me to say it's not that i don't know the meaning of the word friend huh Well, are you a friend of humanity? <laughs> I mean, do you care about humanity? I mean, is it easy to t- to tell uh, human people uh, well, they're going to be blown up? 
What am I doing now? Telling you, see. Take it or leave it. I'm not here in, in, to convert no, no you. To, to con no communication is possible and no communication is necessary. When we understand the meaninglessness and the ridiculousness of trying to no, communicate. I didn't come here to hear meaninglessness. I came here because there was some more meaning added to whatever we knew already or did not no, I'm know already. I'm surprised that you see if I made some meaning out of this. I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. Really? I don't know if it makes any sense. I'm just singing my own song. I'm like a raving maniac, you see. <laughs> you know, <laughs> talking, singing my song. If somebody listens to me or not, interested in it or not, it's not my concern. You know? oh, would, you, would you be doing this if nobody came to listen? I, I don't, I don't uh, consider any hypothetical situation. Mm, right. You know, if nobody comes uh, to see me here, I did not, for example, come here expecting to see anybody. See, my talking is, believe it or not, is incidental. You know, I've been wanting to come here to Amsterdam for some years, not to liberate, you see, the people of this but country, see, but just, you see, that's all. I came here because I haven't been here for 30 years. And so I said to myself, all right, let me go to Amsterdam for a few days. And our gracious friends <laughs> have offered their hospitality. Yes. What do you, what do you want me to call them? My horrible enemies, my horrible enemies, they were good enough, gracious enough to offer the hospitality. So I find myself here, you know. That's all. And then, um, so the, the whole thing has just happened, you know. I didn't expect, you see. That man threatened to bring all his uh, colleagues from his school. Not one has come here. <laughs> you what know? did you say? This <laughs> not one. You're talking <laughs> For whatever reason. I'm not blaming him, you see. I was uh, very reluctant. You see. I don't want to have anything to do with these, uh, the, the philosophers. Mm -hmm. And so, you see, this thing I never expected you see, at all. It's just incidental. 